Emma looked around her apartment trying to grasp what had just happened. Only a moment ago she had been sitting in front of the TV, thinking over what she would say in her presentation on Monday. And now there wasn't going to be a Monday at work. Her company had just gone bankrupt, the board members were nowhere to be found, and the company was going to be liquidated immediately. The room seemed to swim around her. The granite countertops and expensive fixtures seemed to taunt her for her arrogance. She had been renting an apartment that was almost beyond her salary, and there was no way she could afford this month's rent. She curled her fingers around the edge of the couch cushions and tried to ground herself with the sound of her fingernails plucking over the ridges of fabric. Her phone was still glowing in her lap. A slow drip of text messages coming from her colleagues, all asking if she had just got the same news that they had. The longer she waited frozen on her couch, the quicker they poured in. The advertising company she had worked for was huge. Its enormous headquarters was a prominent building in the city. It was unfathomable that it had all just crumbled without even a hint of warning. Emma's whole life was built around her career. This weekend had been a rare occasion that she still wasn't hovering around the office. All her friends were based there, and she could be sure they were already making calls and sending emails trying to re-establish themselves somewhere else. It was a guarantee that if by the end of the week they hadn't found a new job in the city, they would be flying elsewhere. They weren't exactly the sort of people who ever got tethered to one place or one group, and Emma knew she couldn't expect any sort of loyalty from them, nor they from her. Eventually Emma got up from the couch, pulling her long brunette hair up into a knot on the top of her head, and then let it fall back over her shoulders. Her apartment was bright and airy, minimalist and painfully fashionable. She was on the fifteenth floor of her building, and the eastern wall of her living room was entirely glass. She could never quite decide if she liked that feature of the apartment or whether it made her feel exposed. But at this moment, she found herself surveying the entire city, rapidly running through all the people and places she could call. The thought of it exhausted her, starting over in a new company, figuring out everyone's agendas and personalities, learning the ropes from scratch again. Even though she was at this moment towering above it, the city felt claustrophobic and overwhelming. The sky was pink and cold and bereft of clowns. Even though her apartment was warm, she felt the prickle of the bitter air outside, the beginnings of a sharp overnight frost, which was unusual at this time of year. She straightened out her white t-shirt, which hung from her fit, toned body elegantly, showing off a glimpse of her hip bones. She had been a gymnast all through school and while she had given up the sport, she was conscious of keeping in good shape. She had tight, hard abs and firm, small breasts. Sometimes she worried that her body had gone from appearing muscled and healthy to somewhat gaunt and overstretched. She often found herself too tired to eat, and her face, once warm with refined features and olive green eyes, had become hollow. Her petite frame had become fragile-looking rather than strong, and she often found herself wearing several layers of clothes in an attempt to feel less vulnerable in the chaotic world of public transport and city streets at night. It was as if she was made of tissue paper, and any contact too strong or visceral would damage her irreparably.